Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today's topic for the episode is joy in your attitudes. We're so glad to have you join us today and we hope today's message will be a blessing to you. So let's hear a word from Pastor Toby about joy. Joy in your attitudes. Joy in your attitudes. It's amazing to me the things that can happen in our life that can change our attitude so quickly. And uh, the attitude is powerful. And um, it really depends on what kind of day we're going to have. And it can just be the simplest things. And if we can't understand that, even in the simplest things, then the harder things really will impact our attitude. And particularly that joy that we want in our life, that we want in our attitudes. You know, you can, I don't know about you, but I can get on the road and start driving. And anywhere you drive these days, um, you run into construction. And, you know, when, you're, when the sign says merge, you're supposed to merge. And so I merge. And you get in that long line. And then you have all these other cars who will not merge. And they just keep going down that same lane. And then they try to work their way into the traffic. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I get an attitude toward them, right? I mean, come on. I merged. You should emerge. There's no way I'm letting you in. Forget about it. I mean, I'll ride the person's bumper in front of me because they're not getting in. They're not cutting. They should have merged back there when we merged. And, boy, I get an attitude in traffic, and so do you probably. I mean, it's amazing. Then if somebody lets them in, then you get an attitude toward the person that let them in. I mean, it's crazy how it can affect your attitude. And, and sometimes, listen, sometimes I'll just break down and I'll let somebody in. And then what happens when I do that? If they don't wave and thank me, it makes me mad. I mean, are you like that? Isn't that crazy how I can fix your attitude, just traffic? I mean, they didn't even wave or think, and I let them in, and they should have merged, and I let them in, and they didn't even just acknowledge. I mean, isn't that just silly how things can affect our attitude? Well, Philippians tells us how our attitudes can be changed. Philippians tells us particularly how joy can be released in our lives and in our attitudes. Philippians chapter 2, verse 1 tells us, If you have any encouragement for being united with Christ... If any comfort from his love, if any fellowship with his spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded and having the same love and being one in spirit and in purpose. How is this real genuine quality of joy, how does it come about in our lives and in our attitudes? Certainly Philippians has been referred to as the book in the Bible as the book of joy, written by the Apostle Paul while he was in prison, of all things, and can still write about joy. So I want to talk about what I believe is one of the most important places in our life where we all miss out, if we're not careful, we miss out on joy. And it's, and it's in our inner attitudes. I can't blame my circumstances. I can't blame other people. It's really, I've, I've just, I've got a bad attitude that day. Or as we say now, we just say, they have an attitude. She's got an attitude. He's got an attitude. Well, how do you get joy in your attitudes? How do you get joy in your everyday life? What I believe, you know, the missing ingredient and missing ingredients, listen, can sometimes be disastrous. Missing ingredients can sometimes be disastrous. I remember early on in our marriage, I just talked about we'll be married 33 years tomorrow. Early on in our marriage, my wife baked a pumpkin pie and she left the sugar out accidentally. And I mean, it sort of tasted like a squash pie. I mean, it was really bad. Now, 
some of you, maybe you've tried to make bread before without the yeast, and you see what happens to that. Or, you know, for me, the um, one I never can understand, but if you're on a diet and let's say, you know, you can have all the popcorn you want, but you just can't put butter or salt on it. Well, what is popcorn without butter and salt? I mean, when you leave out the ingredients of the butter and salt on the popcorn, it is bland and it is terrible. And when you leave out the ingredients in life, those missing ingredients really make a difference. I mean, I want to enjoy my popcorn, and if the missing ingredient, if the ingredients are missing that make the popcorn much more enjoyable, it doesn't taste very good. There's an important ingredient missing in many of our lives. It's the ingredient of joy. And because of it, life just doesn't taste as sweet as it should. Like that pumpkin pie. Like that popcorn. It's life's a, like that bread without yeast. It's just a little flat. And for some of you, life is feeling pretty tasteless right now like that popcorn without any butter. So how do you get the ingredient of joy back in your life? That's what Philippians chapter 2 teaches us. Particularly just in this very first verse that I read. When you feel like you're lacking in life rather than living life, probably means you need joy. When you find that you don't have the energy for what you really need to do in life, you probably need joy. That's where the energy comes from. When the difficulties that you face start to feel like Mount Everest, that's when you and I need joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. So I'm going to share with you what I've discovered is four things right here in Philippians, particularly in this first verse, awesome verse in Scripture. And how God wants to work his awesome joy into our lives. Here's the first thing. You've got, to, you've got to build on the right foundation. If you want to have God's joy in your inner life and in your inner attitude, you've got to build on the right foundation. If you have any encouragement for being united with Christ, if any comfort in his love, if any fellowship with his spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded and having the same love and being one in spirit and in purpose. Philippians 2.1. Four things for that foundation of joy. Four things. All starts with this, this foundation. Four things. Here's the first one. It's what I call the foundation of encouragement in life. It starts with encouragement. Discouraged people are rarely joyful people. Very difficult to be joyful when you're discouraged. When I am discouraged, I am so concerned about what I'm facing, it's very difficult to have concern for anybody else. And it's very difficult to have God's joy in my life. And life can be discouraging sometimes. When we go through this cycle of getting discouraged, when we get discouraged, we'll get a little bit more selfish and self-centered. And then when you get self-centered, that doesn't work, so you get more discouraged. And then you grow more selfish. How do you break that cycle? How do you break that discouragement cycle the how-tos are in this verse. If there's any encouragement in being united with Christ, that's where it comes from. 
That's where it comes from. I need other people to encourage me, no doubt about that. I love the encouragement of other people, but these verses, this verse reminds me that the number one encouragement to build a foundation for the kind of relationship and the kind of heart that results in joy is encouragement in being united with Christ. It's encouragement of knowing that I have eternal life because of Jesus Christ. Nothing can change that. I don't care what happened to you today. If you are a believer in Christ, it can make the Guinness Book of World Records for their worst day ever. But it doesn't change the fact that you're united with Christ. Nothing, as it tells us in Romans 8, can separate us from the love of Christ. That's foundational. That's what you build on. I love the encouragement that I get from others. But listen, there's no better encouragement and there's no more powerful encouragement than the encouragement of the Lord, the encouragement of Jesus Christ united with him. Here's the second thing that's foundational, and that's right here in this verse that says not only encouragement, but comfort. If you want to be joyful, you've got to be comfortable. Physically, think about this for a minute with me. Think about the most comfortable place you can think of. Maybe it's in your easy chair at home. You know, kind of leans back, that recliner. I mean, it's really nice. Some of them have been built in massagers and stuff, and, you know, it's really comfortable. Maybe it's up on a mountain somewhere, or maybe in a mountain meadow where you can just lay back and the sun shines on you, wherever, maybe somewhere, maybe in Hawaii or Florida, or you, you know, you're just laying out on the beach. I mean, just go ahead and imagine it. I mean, the most comfortable place you can imagine. Now, now how do you do that spiritually? And that's physically. How do you do that spiritually? How do you feel that comfort spiritually? Three words. God loves you. You see, that's a spiritual, ah, you can lean back in your spirit and go, ah, oh, God loves me. I don't know how many times it's happened to me when I woken up at the beginning of the day and I had a lot to do that day and I feel the pressure rising and I'll spend a few minutes with the Lord and just remind myself, he loves me. And all I really have to do today is love him back the best I can. There's a spiritual awe that happens. There's a spiritual comfort that comes into my life when that happens. If there's any comfort from his love. It's a part of the foundation. Here's the third thing. He talks about it in this verse, and that's fellowship. Encouragement, comfort, fellowship. Is there any fellowship? And we usually think of fellowship as fellowship with one another. And that's very important in the relationships that we have with other believers. But this verse is talking not just about the fellowship that we have with one another, but the fellowship, listen, not just with Christians and the other Christians, and but this is a fellowship with Jesus. He's talking about a fellowship with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's fellowship is God committing himself to my everyday needs, directing and sending me where he wants me by his Spirit's strength. That is wonderful. That's what builds a foundation for joy, encouragement, comfort. 
fellowship. Here's the fourth thing. Tenderness and compassion. Is there any tenderness and compassion? It's a real foundation for any kind of joyful strength in my life when I realize that somebody cares about me. And God does. And because of that, I can care about other people and what they're going through. If you shut down the compassion and the tenderness in your life, and we all do this sometimes when we get really tired, and you start to think, I'm not going to think about anybody else. I'm just going to care and take care of me. I'm just going to care about me and what I want. But I'll tell you what happens. You shut off the joy factor in your life. It's one of the foundations of joy. Tenderness, compassion. Having, listen, and getting that encouragement, the comfort that we need in Christ, the fellowship that we need in Christ, and that tenderness and compassion. Foundational for the joy in our attitudes and in our life. You know, it's going to be your decision today to include these ingredients in your life, and life will taste a whole lot sweeter. And your joy quotient will begin to rise. The joy unspeakable and full of glory. That joy that's down deep in my heart that we used to sing in kids' church. I got the joy, joy, joy. Where? Down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. Deep, deep, deep down in my heart. That's what I want for you this week. Experience that real joy in your attitudes. It's a life changer. Encouragement. Comfort. Fellowship. Tenderness and compassion. Right there in Philippians. And take time this week just to read that that book. The, the, the joy book in Philippians. I challenge you to do that. I challenge you to do that. Hey, I hope you have a good week. Hope this podcast helped you and encouraged you. I do want you to live a joyful life. And I know God does too. And he gives us the ingredients and he gives us the key how to have that joy. God bless you this week. I hope to see you. If you're looking for a church, I hope you'll check out Faith Church. You can check us out online at 1030 every Sunday at uh, faithchurchnow.com or you can come gather with us in person at 9 o'clock for our traditional service and 1030 for our contemporary service. I'd love to see you. Love to meet you. And hey, love to hear from you. Shoot me an email at pastor at faithchurchnow.com. Let me know how things are going. Let me shout out a word of encouragement to you and want you to stay strong. Faith strong. Hey, thank you again for listening. We post new episodes every Thursday at 6 p.m. So check out our website for previous episodes and to check out other ministries we have here at Faith Church. My name is Cherish. Thank you for listening to the Faith Now podcast and have a great week.